are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Lions here, Locked On Podcast Network on a Thursday, August 13th and a Friday, August 14th. Matt Derry with you. Thank you for listening and joining us today. As we talk about your favorite football team, the Honolulu Blue and Silver, today's episode is brought to you by, yes, Built Bar. They're back. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your next order. On the show today, do we really have to do this? Yes, we do. A friend, a former colleague, BFF of Matthew Stafford says this could be it. For Matthew Stafford this season with the Detroit Lions. We will explain on the show today. How have the Lions done with COVID? Have they had a positive test in a while? What are the numbers looking like? We'll dive into that here on Locked On Lions today. And the Lions brought in six players for workouts today, according to reports, as they continue to add to their roster and subtract to their roster, which they are are entitled to do. But it's interesting because many of these players all play the same position. We'll dive into that today, right here on this program. Thank you for listening and joining us, Locked On Lions, like I said, on this Thursday. You can find us on Twitter, at Locked On Lions, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-L-I-O-N-S, at Dairy Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, and also the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page as well. Please, if you listen to the show via Apple Podcasts or iTunes, please subscribe. We would love to have you each and every day listening and getting the podcast easily and at your disposal. Also, you can follow us on Spotify. If you missed Justin Rogers yesterday from the Detroit News joining us, uh, that was a lot of fun and a great discussion, and uh, Justin was great. Uh, Check that out as well. All right, so Dave Burkett of the Free Press, and we love Dave, a very, very good reporter. Really, all the guys that cover the team do a fantastic job. But Dave caught up with Dan Orlovsky, the ESPN analyst, former Detroit Lion, and former teammate of Matthew Stafford. And he's a good friend of Matthew Stafford, so much so that a few weeks ago, uh, Dan Orlovsky uh, posted a picture of he and his wife, Stafford and his wife, vacationing together. So today, Burkett spoke to Orlovsky about Matthew Stafford entering year 12, possibly having an opportunity to go into the Hall of Fame. And Orlovsky said, I don't think it's even going to be a question. Orlovsky said he believes Stafford will get into the Hall of Fame. But what about Matthew Stafford's future in Detroit? What does that look like? And Orlovsky said something very, very interesting about Stafford's future. He said the following, quote, his numbers will be great. I'll keep it 100 with you. Like, listen, he's either going to win there this year or a winner's going to come get him. I think if a winner comes, gets him, a winner comes and gets him, or a team that's on the brink of winning is a quarterback away, I think that people will finally get to see him on a team that is fully complimentary and supports that quarterback play similar to our 2014 team or the 2011 team in some capacity. So Orlovsky is saying Stafford's either going to win this year in 2020, or he's going to play somewhere else in 2021. Now remember, Matthew Stafford's... Now, let, let let me say something first. My thoughts on this are as follows. 
I've said it before and I'll say it again. I don't think Matthew Stafford's going anywhere. I think Matthew Stafford won't be traded from here. If Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia fail this year, I still say Matthew Stafford will be around. I'm not buying that the Fords are going to ship him out, no matter the situation. I'm not buying that the Fords are going to allow a new general manager, if Bob Quinn is gone, and I don't think that's going to happen. But let's say a new GM comes in and says, I want my own quarterback, I want to draft Trevor Lawrence, whatever. I think the Fords are going to tell him Matthew Stafford's under contract for two more years. He's our guy. It's pretty obvious that Jim Caldwell felt that he was saved by Martha Ford in a conversation he had last week with Glover Quinn. Orlovsky continues, but I think that maybe I'm stupid and naive and biased. I just think eventually he'll either win there or will be on a winner because of it, if he doesn't because of it. Burkett added that Orlovsky said he can see a couple of scenarios happening following this season. The first one being that a contending team would trade for Stafford. The second would be that if the Lions don't win enough in 2020 and a new regime comes in, that they would go in a different direction. But see, here's the thing. I think Stafford would have more power than the next regime, as long as this ownership group with Sheila running the show and Rod Wood and everything else is is in charge. I truly believe Matthew Stafford has that cachet and has that power. Orlovsky adds, I think in both cases you could justify it. Quote, I've said this publicly and I've said it to Matthew. Listen, if they don't win, it's probably the right decision. And they didn't not win because of him, but you can totally sit there and go, all right, we tried, it didn't happen, let's totally reboot. This organization is not, NOT, not at the moment, set up for a reboot. They're not. They're not set up for a reboot. Orlovsky then said, quote, Matthew's just focused on, like, listen, I think we got a good team. I was playing really, really good football last year. I feel good, healthy. Like, I think I've got plenty of years remaining. Good football left in me. Listen, everyone knows he's smart, so he's aware. He knows the reality of the NFL. Is this coming, though, from number nine? Or is this just coming from Orlovsky? And is he guessing? Again, when it comes from somebody close to Stafford, who's vacationed with Stafford, who talks to Stafford, maybe Orlovsky, like any other media member that wants to be right, many media members want to be first and want to be right. And this would build up uh, 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 Orlovsky's brand and cachet if he's right. Because he'll then say, remember what I said in August of last year? I just don't see Matthew and Kelly getting out of Dodge. Unless this year is so bad and Sheila decides to keep the coaching staff on the GM around, maybe Stafford goes there and says, you're you're keeping these clowns around, get me out of here. I just don't see it, though. I think he's married to it here. I think he wants to see this through. I think he likes being on one team. I truly believe that. I think he likes this community. I don't think they're moving to a new house and buying something new. I think it's it's honest. They're worried about the water and the structure of the house around the house, and they're moving to Birmingham or somewhere else, away from where they are now. As far as Stafford playing MVP-level football this year, Orlovsky says it's likely more than likely now. I've said this to his face, dude. Sometimes people 
caveat, do you think he'll he'll play well? And I'm always like, when did he not play well? And to his credit, he he thought he did not play well two years ago, so I kind of differed on that a little bit. But he's going to play well. Will be MVP-level football this year? I would say more likely than not. End quote. Those the comments from Dan Orlovsky. What do you guys think? Do you think Orlovsky's going to be right? Do you think this possibly could be the end of the road for Matthew Stafford? Do or die, make or break year? I think we've had this discussion before. I'm not buying it. I think Quinn and Patricia, if the team struggles, will have that will have that free pass to go to Sheila and say, we didn't have a training camp. We didn't have a preseason. We didn't get a chance to look at our rookies. They didn't reg- uh, 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 get better fast enough and didn't improve fast enough because we were hamstrung. And then is Stafford really going to force his way out of town and make demands like this? I don't see it. I just don't see it. I don't see it happening. So... I'm interested in your thoughts on it on Twitter at Dairy Speaks and also on the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. Lions worked out some players today, and how's the team doing with their COVID testing? We will get to that in a second. I want to tell you and welcome back our friends at Built Bar. Oh, my goodness gracious, I'm so excited. Built Bar, folks, has rebranded. They are back, and they are better than ever with a better-flavored bar, a more healthy bar, and as they said, the new and improved Built Bar is even deliciouser. 18 amazing flavors. I miss my Built Bars. All right, I miss them, and I got more coming, and I'm so excited. Go to BuiltBar.com. 18 amazing flavors, six new ones. You ready? Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barkia, or barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, Apple Almond Crisp. So excited. Can't wait for more Built Bars. They are 100% covered in chocolate. Soft, easy to chew. They're fantastic. All right? They're low-calorie, low in sugar, high in protein, high in fiber as well. They're great for the health-conscious guy. Great for a keto diet, too. Look at the, pl- the flavor profile of the peanut butter uh, Built Bar. 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. It's fantastic. Fantastic. All right? You get a free cooler with purchase while supplies last. All right? So go to Built Bar right now. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your next order. Promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. So the Detroit Lions, like every other team, is going through the COVID protocol and doing the best they can to keep their players safe, keep their players healthy, and hopefully as the players go through the protocol of practicing, getting back on the field, et cetera, and they're practicing now, um, you know, staying virus-free, it's very, very difficult to do. And... They have had it. They've had it set up in Allen Park now for a while. Um, they're ready to roll. And what's really, really cool is today was the 13th straight day without a positive COVID test for the Lions. I think you got to take your hat off to the training staff, the organization, and the players. 
because there's 80 guys there working out. And that's a lot of bodies. That's a lot of staff. There's a lot of coaches involved. And this is not in a bubble. All right? This is not, you know, this is not like what the NBA is doing or, or, or the NHL or anything else. They're not in a bubble. They are able to be in the hotel. They are able to be at home. And the players know one thing. They got to stay healthy. They got to be smart in order for football to be played, in order for games to be played. And we know some players got put on the on the COVID uh, list. We don't know if they tested positive or not, uh, if there were false positives or whatever it is. We know about the Stafford situation. But going 13 straight days without a positive uh, COVID test and without a positive COVID, positive COVID result is pretty good. It's very good. And again, it goes to show that these guys are focused on trying to be as safe as possible, not mingle, not go out, not be around anybody that, um, you know, tested positive or doesn't feel good or anything. And that's tough to do for guys. You know, you talk about some young men here. You talk about some rookies. You talk about guys in their 20s. And, you know, easy for me as a 47-year-old old dude to make comments and commentary about it. But I think it's a good sign, certainly for the Lions. They've gone a 1,000 straight COVID tests without any of them coming up positive. 13 straight days. So I think you got to give them some credit. Not an easy task, for sure. All right? They did have some, you know, corona tests pop up when players reported to the facility. Eight players started off, wound up on the COVID list. Stafford, we remember TJ Hawkinson, Isaac Nauta, Justin Coleman, Amani Oruwarie, Jalen uh, Elliott, and Aaron Sipos. But that's been it. The only player not activated to the roster has been the safety Jalen Elliott. Everybody else on the team is expecting him back soon. And practice starts Monday. So props to the Lions. Props to Bob Quinn, who's been very hands-on. His committee, COVID response committee, Kevin Anderson, Mike Disner, Gina Newell, Elton Moore, Charlie Coffin, Travis Gosselin, Allison Mackey, Matt Barnes, and Dave Granito. Two trainers. Excellent work by those guys. So they've emptied out their Allen Park facility, according to Kyle Mikey, 10 times for 48-hour deep cleans. So far... It appears to be working. All right, when we come back, coming up next, who are the Lions bringing in for workouts at the Allen Park facility? And why Why are majority of these guys running backs? I thought the Lions had plenty of running backs. We'll do that coming up next on Lockdown Lions. So the Lions at running back have DeAndre Swift, on Johnson, Bo Scarborough, Ty Johnson, right? Those are those those are four names off the off the top of my head right now that the Lions have at running back. The team also drafted a running back. Um, you know, late in the draft this year, and you'd figure looking at the depth chart. And looking at where the Lions have been going over the last few weeks, 
that the last place the Lions need to be going for any additional players is at running back. Right? Jason Huntley, excuse me, his name deceived me for a second. Fifth round pick. They also have Wes Hills. I mean, carry on, DeAndre Swift, Bo Scarborough, Ty Johnson, Jason Huntley, Nick Bowden, the fullback. Interesting that they're looking at a possible running back again. Today, the Lions had six players in to Allen Park for workouts, according to the NFL Transaction Wire. Three of them are running backs. Let's start with C.J. Procise. Yes, the former Seattle Seahawk out of Notre Dame. Drafted by the Seahawks in the third round of the 2016 draft. Always got hurt. Never carried the ball more than 30 times in a season. But reunited with Daryl Bevel. C.J. Procise getting an opportunity with the Lions is interesting, to say the least. Good football player in college. Played a lot of a wide receiver. Also, Troy Main Pope and Jonathan Williams also worked out today uh, for the Detroit Lions. Uh, he of the uh, former Cincinnati Bengal, Jonathan Williams. So, it's just weird to me. If the Lions are getting an opportunity to bring players in, and I like Procise, but running back, they're loaded. Loaded. I mean, Swift and Johnson, we know are going to play. Bo Scarborough earned an opportunity last year to get a few short yardage carries. They've got Ty Johnson. They drafted Jason Huntley. That should be good enough. Very surprised at this news. But again, we've seen this before. Uh, just when you think uh, the Lions are good with Theo Riddick and everything else that they had a year ago, they went out and picked up J.D. McKissick, and Theo Riddick was gone, just like that. But I never thought in a million years they would be working out three out of six players all being running backs. Also, cornerbacks Brian Allen and Dominique Hatfield worked out today, as well as former Michigan offensive lineman Eric Magnuson. I figured Eric Magnuson would be on a roster. I thought Michigan was O-line U. So today was the first day that the ban was lifted for free agent tryouts and uh, teams were only allowed to bring in players that they definitely intended on signing, like the Colts did last week with Tavon Wilson. But today, teams were able to uh, test uh, these players for COVID and then run them through drills, etc., cetera, uh, in their facility in Allen Park. So there you go. A little bit surprised, but I don't know. I think the Lions are set at running back. I don't think they really need uh, another running back. You know, not when you've got Wes Hills from Slippery Rock. Come on now. Didn't he play last year at the end of the year? Oh, goodness gracious. How about that? Yes, Wes Hills. Oh, great Wes Hills. It's a lot of, it's a lot of running backs on this roster. So that does does surprise me certainly uh, a little bit. But um, you, you, with Bob Quinn, he's the king of the waiver wire, right? Lions need D linemen. Lions need a pass rusher. Six players came in today. Were any of them D linemen or pass rushers? No. Everson Griffin signed with the Cowboys today. That would have been a guy I would have brought in. 
Maybe they're saving their money for a Galladay signing soon. We're brought to you by Build Bar today. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Or, I'm sorry, we'll talk to you again on Monday.